This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Augerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Podcast. Listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. All right, here we go, boys. Man, you know how I know I finally left Vegas? I was how do you know? Because you went crazy in Vegas again. Ooh, I, I almost went... got infected by a cult. Well, I we talked wait. about it on Sirius. Yeah, I want to hear more about this story. It's very strange. <laughs> uh, but I I realized this. Like, You're not done with vacation until vacation is done with you. Oh, powerful Yakov Smirnoff. It wow. Is, yeah, good. Because, you know, again, Vegas. How are you feeling? First of all, first night, you go the hardest. Super fun. As soon as you arrive, because you're so excited. Lights, sounds. Wow, oxygen. Gonna... The oxygen they pump in pump there. Pump it in. That's great. Right? You know, you just get ready to go all of a sudden. You know, Friday, you're a destroy. Definitely begins the 72 hours of no shit. Right? You're definitely not going to shit. Well, uh, it depends what drugs you do, bud. Oh, it does. Yeah, because does. sometimes you have to shit. Oh, you Real I- fast. And for some reason, why? Now, why? Why? We'll get into the show, but why? Why now? Uh, Every time I- you have to use the bathroom in a casino, they're cleaning it. <laughs> have what? you noticed that? Every time you have to use a bathroom in a fucking casino, they're cleaning it. Maybe because you why go to, like, Clergadu Lanes no, I, no, and, like, I go to, and I only- Mufunka, Illinois. No. I only go to the top tier, low trash, high class casinos. Um, why do they clean during the day? I'm actually 4, happy. 5 p.m., I'm 6, 30 that, p.m. Because actually that's not the rush. No, it is the rush. That's, that's oh my God. That's when you got to pee the most. Because you wake up, you wake up noon, right? You have a coffee. Next thing you know, you're drinking beer for four and a half fucking hours. <laughs> 6.30 comes. You need to pee every 20 minutes on the 20 minutes on the dot. That's why you have to get your pee group going but you're, very, very early on. We're talking Everyone about- synchronized. Last podcast, side stories, Ben Henry. You are talking about a very different Vegas experience, all right? Because you're a pisser. Everyone's and, a pisser. But I started switching my blood medication, my blood pressure medication to at night so I don't piss as much during the day. So I'm not as much of a pisser I, as I was. It doesn't matter. Right? You have no control over that. You consume liquids and then you pee. But I realized I was hung over until I finally had like, I had the, like, you ever have a dump that breaks the water? Oh, the one that truly feels like the toxins are out. It's just like, that's It what is I, very funny. I felt a cackling gin. 
yeah. come out of me. Like I heard like, <laughs> like every bit of laughter mm-hmm. that I was experiencing in Vegas that turns into a frown. Oh. As soon as Sunday morning comes, it turns into a big frown. It turns into a big like, everybody's mad at me. What have I done wrong? But the most sure. of the people that are here that would be mad at me are here. You know, I'm looking They've at them. They've done the same thing that I just did yes. for the most part. But that's, that's not how you feel about Vegas. Every time I come home from Vegas, I assume somebody's mad. Oh, yeah, because you had way too much fun. And then also it's just all in your own brain noodle. Mm. So your brain is so upset with you for maybe doing things that you're like, oh, my God, Not normally doing. in Vegas. Yeah, and then yeah. next thing you know, the ride back is a st- it's strange ride because you're sweaty and you're hungover. And do you want to have another drink or is that just going to lead to a whole another series of problems? No, I, I, did the, going on. I did the thing to a flight attendant this time where I was like, she asked me if I wanted a drink. And I was like, I don't drink anymore. Good. Like I'm, I am now. I'm Good. sober now. But it's the nice, only other I, option is a Bloody Mary. But then I get over that. It takes me about forty eight hours later. I'm over that, ready to drink again. Well, craving a beer. I went to a rodeo for my first time ever with and, my boy Grant Gordon. It was quite fun. A lot of milfs. Yeah, that means it's your holy actual, hell. Your actual first time at a rodeo. That's right. So I can next time I could have a little T shirt that says it's not my first rodeo. Now you uh, did also you... apparently the first rodeo was last year for this company and everyone said that it really sucked. And then so this year was their second rodeo and they had made, they made little shirts that said this is our second rodeo. <sighs> you know I don't mind that. That Isn't actually that that's solid branding. I can't believe how hot those gals are out there. Are you and, and those are just the girls racing. Oh my goodness! I watched I watched barrel racing, horses running around. Now I was happy no horses broken ankle. You gotta pop them in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll just choke them out. I feel like they should allow you to but, do that if you can get high enough in the VIP lounge. And I don't want to get gross here. No, 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 I don't. But when you truly do realize the majestic nature of a horse, horses. This is side are, stories. Hi, my name is Henry Zabrowski. Whoa, this is this Ben now? Kitzel. No, no, uh, and you don't we're get to introduce just because to, I said. I, no, horse, I'm I, not saying this sexually. I just not that, sent but, an email to our head researcher. I just sent an email to our head researcher. The, literally, like, I, I, and I, and I feel like disgusted even just thinking about this. I sent an email saying, "How do you feel about bestiality?" It's because, not bestiality. I'm not talking about bestiality. Don't sexualize this. You, what were sexual- you just about to do? No, because I can watch an Iron Man competition, for example, and say, "Wow, look at the abs, look at the arms, the leg muscles, the traps, those are the lats." Those are human or men. with women as well, because I'm not attracted to like super. I'm not attracted to men either, but I'm not. You know, I, I can watch. I can watch. But you're attracted thing. to horses. I no. What I'm saying is, you can see the structure, the 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 muscle, the hair. They're very beautiful creatures. That's all I was saying, and they're smart. Yeah, they're smart. And uh, yeah, I said I asked one for this. its number, and it said. Nay, nay, nay. Very funny. Then he saves it. No, no. I, but I did. I'm never up close to horses other than the horse cops in New York that just leave shit everywhere. And I hadn't seen horses that these were athletic horse steeds, just steeds. I'm glad you didn't send the email to the researcher. And guess what? Researcher, not into it. I did try to because I softened it. I was like, not. I was like, not in general. You know, I'm not asking what you're doing your weekend, but how do you feel about reading about the nature of bestiality? And I got some pushback. Yeah, it's nasty. I mean, it is. But you just talked. You just extolled. No, I did not. I was talking about just the physical, the beauty of what the creation was. The creation of the horse. Beautiful animal. I just so I beautiful. It kind of looks like big. Big chihuahuas. You're just really leaving these doors wide no, open. No, no, no. Nothing sexual about it. Although it does seem like women are a little bit more um, 
upfront with their love of dogs and horses. Well, yes, everybody likes dogs and horses. Everybody likes dogs and horses because they are emotionally yeah, sensitive. Women, women are. A lot of times, I feel like a horse will listen better than a man. Yeah. Also, a lot of people said Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, only straight men thinks he's hot. He's yeah, still, I think some gay men think he's hot too. Okay. He's literally still Jesus talking about Christ. this, and, and Schwarzenegger is not getting back to us because no. we've sent letters being like, "You come get your son to Kissel. Come <laughs> get, come get your son, please, Mister Schwarzenegger." He could carve me. He would carve me up. I would like fucking like a slice of granite. What is happening today? No, man? I'm saying he could. I would work. I would give Luke a granite. Yeah, I, you can do that now. Actually, I can help you. No, I know, but I need Arnie there. I mean, we all do. I just want to talk to him about what it was like to be the governor. And then when you would take a shit, you're like, the governor's taking a shit right now. Well, just watch the documentary. He gives himself a fairly uh, healthy adjudication. Uh, according <laughs> to Schwarzenegger, he got five stars <laughs> to being the governor. Yeah, well, he really he really does talk about it. He's well, like, I don't like people to do what I did. You're well, like, it's true. It's true. He is to... technically chaos magic personified. It really is. Well, anyway, do we have any? So we want to do this ocean. Uh, what is this? Ocean gate. Yeah, I want to talk about hubris. Oh, my talk about hubris corner. Stockton, Stockton people Rush. Are... Thy name is hubris. And there needs to be a picture of that man in the dictionary. Everybody has been talking about this now. So you really can't go into that detail about it. I did just get a fun video. I'll show you of what it looks like when a tanker is crushed under one atmosphere of pressure. I and saw they, them do it with a Diet Coke can. Oh, yeah. And they believe that if you if this is a big tanker and then uh, you should actually see then you can extrapolate what the ocean gate went through at 375 atmospheres. So okay. they were obliterated. Uh, there's also it's it's very it's it's a really fucked up story because we know that one the son of one of the people that were that was this also is, one of the riders on the submarine was trying to win a Guinness World Record well, for that's Rubik's Cube at lowest depth. So initially, which just hold your hand uh, in a tub. I mean, how many people have done this shit under how, how many are doing it? Anyway, um, this kid, he's really the saddest one. So his name is Solomon Dalwood. And initially we were like, oh, he didn't want to go on it. But evidently his mom was supposed to take the trip. But yes. she said, no, he really wanted to go on it because, yeah, as Henry said, he wanted to set the Guinness Book of World Records for doing the best Rubik's Cube from the lowest steps in the ocean. But we, we don't know how far he got there. Um, probably not too far. Uh, they got an hour in. And then what's also oh, strange. He, well, he solved it. <gasps> So he I think that, you know what? Post humus, give it to him. I feel like we could just give it to him, but he definitely probably did it once to warm up. And they're like, uh, not deep enough. They're sitting there with a ruler. How like, deep like, do you have to go? I have no idea. Also, Guinness Book of World Records has to have somebody on board recording it. So I don't even think it would have been passed. It does it because that's what we try to do. You remember Kurt Brownoller ran a show for a while called World's Greatest, where he oh, was yes. in New York, where yes. he said for each monthly show, he was trying to break a world's record. But that, that was a massive issue was getting them out there because the yeah. Guinness people have to be present also for it to be a world record. If you want to know the guy, there's a guy that like has like 10,000 records and it's like, I wear a condom on my nose you and just fart can make and play shit Frisbee. You and have then to they're pitch like, wow, it. he did it. But you have to pitch it. You do have to pitch it. They have yeah. to say that is a discernible talent. Yes. So who knows? Maybe maybe our friend um, Blasian, maybe she could do most burps God. by a hot chicken that's an actually, hour. Blasian, that's a really good idea. Help us. We can, we, hit us up. We can help you yeah. coordinate that but with anyway, Guinness. Uh, that but was sad, though, with the kid. It's a very sad. And then Ocean Gate, it is also interesting, is that the, uh, the Navy, we now know, knew <laughs> the second that it exploded. Fucking liars. But it's hard because I do. Is it? Well. What was the 72 hours of media coverage where they're like, well, we just simply don't know. They might be down. 
down there playing Scrabble with, well, with all our... They knew they were dead, and they looked at us in the eye, and they said, hold on to hope. We, I still think they that we're... Knew. You're talking about, again, not the Navy. This, you're talking about CNN. Because you no, know no, I, the no. CNN no. were the ones that were lying to us. The Coast because Guard. they loved the... Oh, the I know. Co- no, they loved having the counter with the oxygen amount that was still oh, in the, the submarine. They loved having that. They got to do... They got to talk about absolutely nothing, nothing. for two days. They had a really good time. They the also, Navy had good reason to technically not say where the explosion happened, implosion happened, because mm. that's where our top secret like recording mechanisms that line the ocean floor are so they were trying to cover up for it and so there is probably we know what you do you just caused another coup just the under cia is all over the place but technically the cia is doing the one job that they hope that they do which is destabilize russia spreading seeds of democracy that is the only place where it's good <laughs> is in russia the good work cia yeah, but just leave my damn Absalom. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. No, it's not. Uh, but the the U.S. Navy obviously was covering up for specific reason. It was all of the media groups that also probably knew this information. I imagine that they made oh, a whole maybe. big deal about how we're doing this search expedition. It's why Biden didn't make a statement about it because they knew they had to wait, even though they probably all knew that the thing exploded upon hours. Everybody also, knew and that the media company was just running with it because they uh, they love to talk about nothing for as long as humanly possible, like us. I do have to put my libturd glasses on. Whoa. Uh, 700 migrants also died. Whoa. Which maybe Biden could have mentioned. Not in a submarine, though. No. Because if it was in a submarine so or... So they, they weren't billionaires, so or, nobody seems no, to no. care, but well, all right. You know how you talk about them, is that you put them in a hot air balloon. <laughs> because on today's hubris corner, all I right. want to talk about what it means to believe in yourself too much yes. and how more often than not, it leads to your untimely death. So is this guy the Stockton Rush of uh, of uh, what hot air balloons? Also Stockton Rush forever. Man, that guy set him up to fucking implode in the ocean so well. Just, you know, Gov- General McCarthy said you're you're best known for the rules that you break. It's like they also he wasn't even a PlayStation controller. It was one of the fucking more generic controllers. It's a Logitech. Uh, he's just anyway, uh, again. I just he, have to get it out. How do you say it? He was asking for it. <laughs> and just, it don't bring fr- just don't bring friends. Just don't bring friends. Just go do down it, alone. Kill yourself, right? Please, that's you, please, if you're a billionaire and and you want to go to the bottom of the ocean, just do it to yourself. Why, now, you're a billionaire. Why would you? I want. I want to go to the bottom of the ocean just so I can feel at peace with the shellfish and maybe make friends with the crab. Uh, you know where I want to go? Cancun. I want to go oh. to a nice place. I want to go on vacation to the south of France. <laughs> um, but here's again how hubris causes mayhem and murder. This, this is a sad story, but also again. He was fucking asking for it. A man by the name of Peter Gregory. He was 25. Now, he is a pilot for Ryanair. He loved the sky and he loved doing all all forms of like, you know, what do you say? Like hobby flying. And one of his favorite things to do was hot air balloon expeditions. And this man blew himself the fuck up in a homemade hot air balloon that he made live on TikTok to show everybody Uh. just how safe. And easy it was. That's the problem, guys. This is real life. This is not for TikTok challenges. Please do this not. Guy. You can't skirt certain safety issues, which is why I don't dabble in these things that require great detail. This guy actually. Because I'll forget a few lug nuts. I, and next thing you know, I'll end up I, hanging out like the old man from up. But I don't think that he 
Like, how do you put this? Like, he thought he was doing a fun thing. And I he didn't defy the laws of, like, security protocols and all that shit. He just died in a tragic accident. And I think that no one should go to a hot air balloon. You that's shouldn't what, go. That's Don't what we're go. talking about here? Yeah, so Peter Gregory, he decided he wanted to make his own hot air balloon so he could show everybody Good. how it was accessible. So he made this thing. He had a TikTok account by the name of Flying Pedro. He made what he was a 4000 pound balloon and that's the US that's the UK money amount Oh, right. So he okay. did it on cheap. He was over. It was 270 panels cheap, of 10 fabric. I don't know but it shows him on this video sewing each one piece by piece and people keep asking him on TikTok is this safe and he has this line that I just I refuse to believe. What did he say? He echoed the hot air balloon association whatever they're called and saying <laughs> that being in a hot air balloon was safer than riding a horse. I believe that's the British Balloon and Airship Club. Uh, whatever. Which, if you really want to have a good time, but yeah, you're going to like that. Because according to them, balloon accidents are often very rare. The last one was 12 years ago. In 15 years, in 50 years, there's only been five or six fatalities. Statistically, it is safer than horse riding, which I don't think is true. They just <laughs> People do more horse riding yeah, all right, than to the go up thing. in a hot air balloons. All right? But I just, I distrust well, hot air balloons. And he said that his thing was completely safe. It was manufactured according to a design, which he says has been proven over a hundred years and doesn't need much changing. That's kind of, that's how he posited it. I think it. they probably did figure out the hot air balloon around then. You they know? did. And but the uh, the thing went up, and people said they watched it, and they're like, "Oh, isn't that beautiful?" Uh, it's all, because there was something called like Hot Air Balloon Day or something. Well, some no, it was the Worcester Balloon Festival, mm-hmm. and and they just watched enough, it burst into flames. But interestingly enough, organizer says the accident was not connected to the festival. No, I, I wonder. Oh, wow. But oh, so that, they washed their hands of it? They kind of washed. Yeah, but but it was a hot air balloon that was ballooning over this festival. It was at least tangentially connected. Maybe he didn't have documentation. You know what you got to do? What's the AIDS quilt up to? Where is this AIDS quilt? Let's make a hot air balloon out of it, and that'll be good. Everyone can see it, I just and don't, we can remember. I think it might be slightly porous. But his family is saying that they were very, like, how do you put it? They say, and I, I understand. You lost your son. He's a brave person. This is somebody that well, he's, he's a pilot. Near, yeah, he, he was just It's just trying. a horrible accident. It's a horrible accident. But still. I do wonder, though. Don't what, build your own goddamn hot air balloon. Would he Just have done d- it? Buy one. Would he have done it without the TikTok? Would he have done I, I it without know. the TikTok? I don't know, but his family says in a statement, which is very sweet uh, in its way, saying at least we're satisfied to know that Peter died doing what he loved, which was falling to the ground at terminal velocity on fire. Well, That's not true. No, it was That's flying. a bit of a joke there. No, it was flying. He was saying being in the yeah, air was I, what he loved. But I still feel like, yeah, he no, he was doing what he loved. He died doing the opposite of what he loved. And I feel like that's what everybody says. Also, they all say that they died doing what he loved. Or uh, when you're doing that, it. How is that better? I, th- I think it's worse. I want to die doing something that I hate. Because then at least I, I hated it for a reason. Right. But if I die doing something I love, I'm like, I actually would have, wouldn't have minded living. I am going to die doing what I love, which is living, which is hopefully a, a brain aneurysm due to too much sex when I'm 99 years old. Life from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. 
Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. 
There's a convicted sex offender. He used a drone to look into a woman's bathroom. Oh, you that's wanna... what these motherfuckers are doing. That's Speaking of hot they... air. That's what this guy's doing. Yeah, this guy, he's got a mug shot. He's wearing a black shirt. As a matter of fact, we're almost dressed alike. Um, he has a... Uh, does he talk about the elegant musculature of horses and and how he he admires them not sexually from afar? If you have not seen a horse in person, have you seen a horse in person? Yeah, I have. But like, yeah, have I just you was seen next a show horse? When? Recently, Natalie was riding it, and I was looking at it. Be careful! I heard they're more dangerous than hot air balloons. That's not true. She told. Uh, so she was in the, this this girl, this fourteen year old. She was in the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, oh, looks like there's a drone outside the fucking window. Oh, man, is that Steven Spielberg? If I see a drone, you should be allowed to shoot them down. I don't care what anybody says. I hate fucking drones. I know. I know. This is, I know, you're very anti-drone. But But you know what she did? She found the drone. Well, what happened was that the the drone came up to go see her poo-poo, right? And then she went like, oh, no, it's a drone. And I guess the guy was like, oh, they're going to see my drone. And then he went to do an escape maneuver with a drone. It hit a tree, fell into the lawn. (laughs) He then, they all, which is technically, again, if this was 2003, this would be a Farley Brothers movie like well, sequence. In, well, in 2003, I mean, in you know, in the 1970s, in Animal House, this is just Belushi's character getting a boner and falling off. And Porky's. But this but is then why they, it fell into the lawn, and then they went and grabbed it. They just threw it in the pool. Threw it in the pool. Yep. And I and I love that. So now that's a that's a submersible, and uh, it probably has a better chance of seeing the Titanic than those other people did. Well, now actually, I think they're having a direct view of the Titanic because they're seeing all these spirit forms. Yeah. And oh. there you go. They're they're walking the halls of the Titanic and seeing them. Now they get to just be there with oh, with the unsinkable Molly Brown. Just don't be, actually. Uh, I think that she was unsinkable. I don't think she was there because of the. I think she had natural air pockets in her legs. She was charged with video voyeurism. With it's, well, I guess, is a felony count, which is. Uh, I would it say that. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would, I would put it towards a felony account. Yeah. Yeah, but now, now the girls all fucking shook up here. Of course, because she's wondering where the hell this next drone going to come from. What is the and point it, of a drone? My thing is that it'd be different if okay. No one I'm makes put movies this out there. with it. No one does. No, they do. Yes, they make movies. No, I know, but how many? No, they always like GoPro, for example. They're always like, you like to bodyboard, right? Buy a GoPro. No one does this. People in Very life, few. I I will truly say people do. I'm on. I'm kind of with you because I don't know who would ever do that. But apparently, it's very popular. No, I know people do a lots of water I just think sports. They market it. I mean, I watch some water sports. I think they market it, and but then the most people don't just do this. But people who do do it do it quite often. But I my thing is you're. Allowed, I'm saying this out loud. If you're allowed. To, you're allowed to come and film me while I'm shitting, even against my will. Oh, my goodness. As long as that footage on that toilet goes, of yours? goes straight to America's Got Talent. You better blur out that toilet just out of respect. Well, just because I don't want to actually, like, infringe on the toilet's rights. Exactly. Because that toilet, my... my it's sentient. It, it's my family member. I know. You know, like, and I fill them up. But actually, I don't think there's any more hosts of that show that are alive. What? I think Daisy Fuentes. Possibly dead. I think Daisy Fuentes. Dave Coulier. I think she was there on January 6th. We don't know. Dave Coulier maybe was Donald Trump the whole time. No, David Coulier's alive because he was on the family, ma- the what's it, that Full House reboot. Okay. So he's he's so, been making money again, but then they, they only feature the parents for a little bit and then Bob Sackett died and he'll never work again. And that's the biggest tragedy of all of it. That's what it? I'm thinking is that the real victim of Hooper's here was uh, David Coulier, believing that his talent was enough to make his star enduring. 
in the ever-changing stratosphere of Hollywood. Absolutely. He did a great... Speaking of waterworks, you know, that was his closing bit when I saw him. He took a sip of water, and then he was like, you want to see a sprinkler? He, I remember the sprinkler bit. Is he still doing the sprinkler bit? That was like 25 years ago. Yeah, he used to do that. That uh, was one. I remember I had a tape. That was tape. his closer. Yeah, yeah. That was, I had a tape of his like stand-up set. Like, wow. Whoa. Wow, he only had one closer ever. That's all you need. And cut it out. Cut it it's out. It's all you need to cut through the fucking mess. All right. All right, here, here's another story about cutting through the mess. Because, again, it must be difficult <laughs> to be single. Sure, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. difficult. Also, sometimes, to be honest, it's very awesome. Oh, sure. Absolutely. It's I would free. say it's 70-30. It's free and frightening. Yes. But then the 30 quickly goes away once, you know, you just get over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the scared part of like, it. Like, I was a little lonely last night for like 20 minutes, but then you know what I did? What? Downloaded Diablo 4. <laughs> it's like, technically, <laughs> and, uh, it was really it's fun. extremely functional. Yeah, it's a really fun game, and it's, it's I've never played it before. No, it's fun. I've never yeah. played Diablo games. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Should I do that? Yeah, it's like skeletons and shit. It's actually really fun. Do you just shoot stuff? You, It's all swords and mallets and stuff, but you level up really fast. Oh, maybe that's what I'll do. It is actually fun. I think you would like it. Okay, great. But um, I, I'm... Cool, because I'm not lonely. I'm too partnered, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Which I can also so, be lonely. But it, it depends. It depends because you know, lonely at the top. <laughs> Tell me about it. But this guy <laughs> is a different type of lonely, and but he really tried. Um, this was a gunman demands a woman befriend him on Facebook after breaking into her Indianapolis home. What a surprise! A later <laughs> messages her to ask her out. Now this young oh, woman, Amber Baron, she is very cute. She got. She was delivering pizzas all day. She got home super late at night. She's got a job. She delivers pizza. She's, She's gonna go home hard. smelling like pizza. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's, that's the wife. That's right great. Because again, because then every day she'd be like, "We don't gotta have delivery because you got DiGiorno and it's right. her, so it's a giant, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of fun. You know, all the fast food restaurants that I've worked at, Pizza Hut. You come back, you smell much better. Burger King, and it leaves a stink on it you. It does. It yeah, really I don't know does. Why. I don't know. Um, now this man came up to her and he held her at gunpoint as she went oh. to go get her mail at four o'clock in the morning, and the man he took out a gun. He gave she gave her, him the equivalent of a hundred dollars. She about, had about had that about that much on on her, and then he says, after a second, putting the gun in her, be like, "Hey man, hey, add me on Facebook, add me on Facebook." Oh my god! Which then inclu- included his real name. Um, <laughs> his name is da- Damian Boyce. Oh, um, look at and that. he doesn't have the bo- he doesn't have the body of a scientist, if you know what I mean. Uh, he works out too hard to read, and she. He basically she he forces her at gunpoint to Facebook friend him. He oh then goes home God. and then messages her with I think the worst series of pickup lines I've ever heard. Because again, I don't know how lonely people are. I really don't. I don't yeah. know what people go through. But the messages that he sent her after robbing her, which were verbatim, quote, Look, you know I'ma pay you back. It's a fucked up way to meet someone, but damn. You was, W-A-S-S, to T-O, pretty to rob. And so he shot his shot. And then Baran replied, I believe you, man. I can tell you're sweet. Times just got rough. I know that because she's extremely, extremely nice. And then the exchange emboldened voice who said, why don't you just come over and we can chill? Well, there you go. Netflix and chill. Have a nice time. And you know he's got money because you just gave it to him. So isn't that <laughs> uh, nice? But then... 
So yeah, so this is one story. Kind of cute, right? Right not the other really, way. No. I mean, no, it's scary no. and bad. It's scary and bad. It's scary so and bad. So not even at all kind of cute. But yes, but what's worse is that he was just previously arrested, same man, and charged in a separate robbery on June twelfth. This is like two weeks ago, in which he shot two people and hit a third in the head with a brick. Well, now, there I, you go. That's now, the thing why? is that he's now, out on bond. He's just out. So I didn't know you could be that. I guess they didn't die. I guess the people he shot didn't die. And so you could just wing them. And that's fine. And they let you go because Indianapolis, they decide, well, we've got too many actual full murderers to deal with the guys that are bad shots. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? He's obviously not killing anyone, just taking off a couple of earlobes here or there. According to Amber Barron, she says, I think, especially as a young female, it's something you always think about, but never think will happen to you. No. This is why, ladies, guns for feet, think about it. Also, little pink guns. I they have been. I believe that there is a entire industry of about guns. tiny guns for and women. not for children, because no, there's also no, an industry no. been of using guns them for really children, well. which is really bad. So and far, horrible. I have seen how many different stories about little children shooting there their just uh, parents. A, there yeah. was another story about don't the gun. Don't put it on the nightstand. It's not a fucking dildo. You know what I? You know what I don't think the problem <sighs> is is the guns. I think that it's really super appropriate to have these weapons of death, these machines of death that can just be really easily used by a toddler. (laughs) It just seems like, wow, it just seems like that's incredible. Well, she was correct, though, in her assessment after she added them on Facebook. Look at this lady's gun. It's all pink. That's what I'm saying. This is kind of mean. That's like women could shoot you with a normal, just like black chrome. No, but gun. ladies still like style. They like to bedazzle things. I guess it would. That's be more why they're fun. so dangerous. This is more the, fun to shoot your husband with. Yeah, that's why it's like scary. That's why they're because it's like, oh, I did all this fantastic work making up the murder scene, and the murder scene's looking really good, and I can't wait for him to see it, and then she kills him. Wow, wow. women are. Just, have you not seen any of the shows? <laughs> <laughs> Mainly women who kill. <laughs> Um, also, well, let's see. I don't care about Koberg. Or what, they're going to seek the death penalty. I, I want to go through. We'll like, talk about that later. Once it hits trial, we'll really get into it. Um, That's been a been, fucking weird thing to watch sludge around, though, in the media cycle. I don't really want to get into too much detail about it because I have to unpack it more. But apparently, have you seen this? The Shelly Miscavige, if you listen to the Someplace Underneath series, it really goes into great detail about the story of Shelly Miscavige and her missing thing. Have what you heard the, about this new thing? No, but also, whatever happened? Wasn't he being charged? Charged with something? Whatever happened to all that stuff? It just takes forever to put these cases together. He they finally got David Miscavige. They, Is he they in gave, gave him the charges? But no, no, these guys know. They know no. how to push this stuff for a long, yeah, long of course. time. But Shelly Miscavige. So a lot of what they basically Scientology's official line was that Shelly Miscavige, the wife of David Miscavige, who's in charge of Scientology, who's been missing for like twenty years since twenty thirteen. So now, so ten years, she's been missing for ten years. She was apparently found. And so Scientology has this line saying she's alive. The police came to speak with her in this mansion, which is about okay. two and a half hours north of Los Angeles. We say this. We saw this woman. We asked her if she's being held against her will. Okay. This is what the police said. And Shelly Miscavige said, yes, absolutely. I am Shelly Miscavige for certain. And I'm here voluntarily. I want to stay. And they she's let her stay good. there. So, okay. So I just, yeah. But it turns also, out. it's not. If that is all true and she's fine, just eating cereal all day. Okay. But also, we're talking that what Spun brings up is that idea of does someone who's raised in a cult even know how to get out? Like, even know, like, well, if you're this far true, in, do they know how to get out? Right. But they're basically saying that they they fingerprinted her. And now that they're showing there was a FOIA request, this information has come out to show that the fingerprints do not match 
the actual Shelly Miscavige. So whoever the police met at that house on that day was what? not Shelly Miscavige. It was some other woman. Do they so got the dinner? Do they got the DNA? This is all through Tony Ortega. Like if he has a whole sub stack that's all about Scientology news. And Whoa, so, so it's just a wow, that's a fucking trip. This woman might just she, be buried. She might be dead. She might be dead. Who knows? But she, it wasn't that lady. We'll get into it at some point. We'll do wow. another Scientology follow-up as more time builds because, again, that's they, weird. We are still dealing with their lawyer. Their we lawyers. The lawyers are having fun with it, though. Our lawyers have been. You, I love when lawyers have fun because they use big words. They get. They love because you know what it is for me. I don't like conflict. I don't like to fight. But lawyers like to fight. I'm not going to give you that. Fuck you. I'm not giving you that. But I don't like to fight in my daily life. No, no. I mean, no. But you will. No, you do. Mm, you I have get, massive road rage. That's different. That is not. No, it's my justice. That's conflict. No, it's justice. <laughs> it's, I, it's, being, are, it's equalizing the road. I felt the same way as when you when I say that I'm a quiet person to you and then you're just like, oh, you're not a quiet person. But actually, I am quite quiet. And unbelievable. You and Jackie. Um, Jackie, my sister, had the fucking nerve <laughs> to tell me she's quiet. I was like, I have sat with her in a room and it's her going. <laughs> she just makes noises and sings songs all day. Long. I was like, you could, you don't know no. what quiet is. No. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, songs, you know, Paul Bernardo, the white rapper. He got uh, moved. I don't know what the fuck happened with that. That's another story that I keep in, uh, seeing. I got to get into that because he got taken down to a medium security in, prison because of a parole hearing. And then they, they, they did something with the family where they were charging them for saying, making, basically making fun of the legal team or saying like a bunch of public statements about the fact that they couldn't get a hold of the parole documentation of like why one of the most significant criminals in Canada's history has been dropped down in his security regiment. Well, he's been in Supermax or in Max for 30 years. Also, do you want to feel old? Paul Bernardo is 58. Doesn't that make you feel old? It does, kind of. He's always just going to be that horrible little rapper. Yeah, him just, oh, God. I mean, more rapist serial killer than rapper, obviously. But which is um, the bigger crime for Paul Bernardo? All of them. He is a horrible, horrible person. But that's kind of an interesting uh, little insight into yeah, I the mean, life I don't know, of But that's that a whole other shit. story. I don't know what the fuck happened there. I don't know why they bumped him down. I don't know what he, maybe he finally did one good rap. Maybe he finally did, or maybe after 30 years and some gray What's the hairs, Eminem they... song with the one shot? Kill shot. You got one shot, the mic oh, to go, yeah, this opportunity go. once in a lifetime. lifetime. And they did that, they're like, whoa, no shit, Mom's Spaghetti. Mom's Spaghetti, indeed. Whoa, did he just rhyme with spaghetti? I mean, because they're Canadian, maybe they never heard the song. And then maybe he plagiarized Eminem's kill shot. I do was, think that that's possible. Uh, and they were just like, wow, oh, it's that, that guy could certainly can talk fast. So they call that rhythm talking. What do they call rhythm talking? <laughs> oh, I know rap. Oh, you mean like, oh, that Heart of Glass song. That's uh, one of my favorite rippity raps I've ever heard. My thing about glass. that Heart of Glass song is it's so fast, I can't even hear the names. I can't hear the words. I don't know how, how does Jay-Z even go down to the DMV. You know what I'm saying? He's rapping so hard, how can they tell him what his birthday is? Well, there you go. Something you want to do around the Christmas season. Live from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. 
It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly, you know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. 
Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. So, uh, I also, speaking of which, I got something. Oh, you want to do your breaking news? Breaking news. All right, because I was going to do this also. Just before we get to that, there's a guy in Yorkshire. And this is just kind of funny. No, it's Yorkshire. Yorkshire. That's what it is. And uh, this guy uh, keeps on, they call it a letterbox. It's a fucking mailbox, okay? And this guy, this neighbor his just keeps on screaming porridge. Well, he's very. Over and over and over. This is a very British crime. This is truly one of those. Is it a crime? How is this a crime? Because he, I, I don't really understand. He's just upset. So this man, he's a Yorkshire man. He said a mysterious neighbor of his because he's uh, has been going through his letterbox at odd hours during the middle of the night in his town in Booth Town, Halifax. Halifax. The past three weeks, he said the man who has who has we have anonymized according to the Yorkshire Live, which must be fascinating to watch. He says that uh, he said he said it's Whitsoned because this man who keeps whispering things about porridge through his mailbox. Right. He's calling him the porridge whisperer, and he's saying yeah. that sometimes he's saying things. He's going. Porridge! Porridge! And then sometimes he opens it and goes, Porridge time, Papa Bear. <laughs> and then funny. he opens it and goes, Eat it before it goes cold, Papa. Well, you want to eat it before it goes cold. And uh, this guy was so upset, he went to a Facebook group to uh, to complain. And the name of the Facebook group is Fifty Shades of Halifax. <laughs> 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 they spank you with a trout there, man. But this I is never also- forget when I saw a woman reading Fifty Shades of Grey on a plane. I could smell it. Oh yeah, man! Because all about literally so smacking your pussy. So horny. Like it's a. I think that's a lot for grandmas to read on a plane. I, th- I thought it was a little. Inter- I don't know. I'm not bringing but my also, penthouse out. Uh, yeah, get yeah, yeah, I can't. Wa- I can't bring my like big tits of, of of Southern America almanac on the plane. Which they also they still sell porno at the magazine stand in in the airport, which I still don't know why. But I should be you able know to- what I think it is for what. A lot of the international travelers maybe coming in from Dubai. Maybe. Do you think if you mix it being like the tits of the first ladies, do you think you could say, this is history each time you're flipping through and it's just like various drawings of what you'd think the breasts of the first lady would look like? Young Nancy Reagan. She's the only one. She was hot. Yeah. But he says what I do think is honestly the most fair part of the most fair part of his criticism of this porridge man was that he says all this stuff about porridge. He doesn't leave any porridge. And he, of course he should also. And also, this is summertime. This is not a porridge time. Like, this is in the middle of the winter. Like, this no. is porridge. Am I eating porridge oh, in the summertime? Sad. This should be about, like, a melon salad. Yeah, speaking of melons, Corn by the way. Corn on the cob. And politics. Best best boobs in political history. Pelos. Well, well Pelos. Nancy Pelos. Yeah, it Pelos is, what it is definitely. She's got a couple of ocean gates on her. Yes, she does. Yeah, she is doing well. But, but you <laughs> yeah, know. she is. But I Husband actually. Husband was almost killed, though. I think it's hurting her back. I'm sure it is. It really. She's turning into a letter C. Yeah. Be with careful. With big old lumpy lumps on the top. Okay. Now, I want to show a little bit of video here. Is that now. We covered this story. Breaking news Whoa. for side stories. We covered this story uh, in its entirety so far, which is about the UFO sighting slash alien visitation that happened in a Las Vegas suburban neighborhood. Now there have been a, it has been much derided 
And people have said that the footage is doctored. I did watch the backyard footage of this young family who tried to show this direct photographical evidence of alien life, which yes. I did not see. I did not see the alien in it. And they even, and no matter how many times they put contrast on it or circled it, being like, this is his eyes. I have not, I could not see it. Even I, with look, the circle help. Could not see. Couldn't see. Usually they can almost draw it. But the one thing that they said was that there was cop cam footage yes. of a mysterious object shooting through the sky. Now, this is where our jobs are fucking awesome. Because there are a lot of people that said that they believed that this body cam footage was doctored and it was not real. But now we know for a fact that it was, that is not true. As that is fact not that true. This footage it was real. real. Thanks to one of our intrepid on the ground listeners. So first of all, one of them said, Ew. one of them is involved with the, my former belt champion that was supposed to represent me oh. in Lubbock, Texas in a belt whipping match that never yeah. got to happen. One no, day it never, could happen. Well, I don't know. Um, the people of Marcus was a little hurt because the people of Lubbock, I don't think they liked him. They rejected him. Yeah, they did because no one, no one was going to come to that show. Well, it's because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's rural. It's rural. It's rural. It's rural. But we have footage from an undisclosed company in Las Vegas that had cameras running that filmed this same object. Now, we'll put yes. it up on socials and we'll show it and we can be like, can we again? share it? I believe we can share it. Okay. We can share can we? it. Okay. It's you can literally cool. see. If you look and see here, I'll show we, you. Can we here put a studio. little water? Should I pee on the computer, put a little water stamp on it? No, you can just do You just put your wet butt on it. <laughs> so look at this. That footage, you remember? Yes, indeed. It what shoots in the living fuck down. Is that thing a bright, seemingly blue, blue which light? Implies that it might be not so hot. That's not, that's not how it works, but <laughs> but it is interesting because NASA, mm -hmm. never a straight answer. So also, who wasn't there for any of these fucking pieces of shit? They weren't around for any Gray. of the arrow hearings. They haven't been anywhere around this grush whistleblower shit. Where the fuck are you, NASA? This is but the now, one thing you fucking that, do. Did you see Where the, the fuck have you been? What about the right? heat signature now? Well, this is they are trying to say NASA. Is trying to say that there was a small object that went through the sky. How convenient. But are you seeing the heat signature? Well, yeah, as any object would as it slides through the air and through our atmosphere. It does not have one. Look, look at it now. See, yeah, no heat signature. That means it's cold. Actually, that might be interesting. You might be wrong, but I like it. You know there's mean? no heat signature. I, it's got to be cold. You could be. If there's no heat signature. That's the signature of heat. I don't know, but it's supposed to be. I don't know. But again, How are I'm you with wrong you. about this? I know. I'm with you. I'm saying that science-wise, apparently, <laughs> I don't we, know about we that destroy fight. everything. I don't know about that. Yeah. But I'm with you because it means I'm right. Also, oh my I, God. I need you. Aliens I in Vegas. I need your misinformation to make you. me correct. I'm with you. I've gotten some DMs being like, they because I've advanced, I've evolved. I need information. I need data points. And certainly it's come in. Also, the idea of aliens just crushing at roulette. Oh, well, if sure. they, oh, if they, but they, what if they can control? Oh, that's gonna you know be, where there's that's gonna be a whole other thing. If there's gonna be anywhere that there's aliens, honestly, it's gonna be my favorite casino, El Cortez. I love El Cortez. El Cortez is my like Tatooine cantina. It really is a fan. If you're ever in Vegas, it's just off the strip. It's super it's in old. Fremont. It smells like a cigarette butt, like a filter of a cigarette. It it's smells great. like, but in it's a got like $10 tables, $5 tables. So you can and gamble you know I without, I feel like a high roller. Yeah, it's great. Cause you know, there's no reason to waste a bunch of money. I learned how to play Pauga. 
Pow goes fun. And you actually kind of win a lot. Oh, yeah. You can I, bet on yourself or you can bet against, uh, you can bet on yourself or you can bet on the dealer. But I think anyway. if, if aliens were going to go anywhere, that's where they would go because you're going to go across the whole galaxy. You're not going to search for a deal. Oh, of course. They still yeah. want to deal with their click clack money. Or, and if they are future Bitcoin. humanoid. Well, we know for a fact it's going to be using Bitcoin. It's not going to be Bitcoin. No, because I actually don't know how they're going to transfer. How I don't know Bitcoin... why they have money, but we know because of the expert we talked to that it's got to be Bitcoin because how else is there going to be? There's going to be no money in space. He wasn't. <sighs> but how is Bitcoin like the only thing that connects the douchiness of children and boomers? It's like the Venn diagram of just like people I don't want to talk to. People love Except Bitcoin. Except for one of our best friends in the entire world. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And honestly, Fernando's sunk a lot of his retirement into Bitcoin. <laughs> he's got. A, he's actually wondering right now. And he, every time the Bitcoin topic comes up, he does then reframe it. He's like, but you see, if you do, and I do understand there's a plan. I do understand. I actually like the idea of decentralized money. I like sure. the concept of it. But I, do it just I, becomes centralized. It just should be taffy. I want still. Uh, I still right. want money in my hands. Like I want. Big, I think everything I should just Z be coins. Favors. Everything should be done via favors. You're talking about going back to Barter Town. I want Barter Town, which is kind of where you were when you were almost kidnapped by the man that owned the entire town. Damn, man, it's been Dan so town. fun. It's been so fun exploring the West. There's so many of these little, uh, maybe two, maybe 150 people. Mm. Um, That's towns. all you need, man. I think so fun. Kissel, we must buy our own town. No, Last gonna, city on the left. It's going to lead to just a horrible thing. And then we all just, we, the thing is, then you got to go stud. Only fatties. they were trying to studies. They were trying Only to stud fatties. Us. Only fatties. Come all on, right. man. We have a great time. Well, I do like that idea. No, I do enjoy the idea of living in Margaritaville, though. All right. So let's do Hero of the Week. We this, got a real one. Kind of. So this woman is an Ohio woman. Oh, and she has a big ass werewolf statue. It's nearly 10 feet tall. It's pretty freaking cool. She dressed it up for July 4th weekend. It's, it's coming awesome. Up. It's awesome. The werewolf is fucking awesome. Her name is named Mary Simmons. She's out of Dayton. But a fucking course, the bitches in the town have complained. Fucking whatever. What is this rush on? Yes, indeed. This so- fucking, they're trying to shut her down. Being like, you tell me you could take my fucking werewolf down? Oh, you come and do it. Out of my take my ten foot werewolf out of my cold dead hands. Simmons says he's kind of become my house mascot. He's I, incredible. Yep, I kind of look at it as a as a security thing. Who wants to break into a house with a nine point foot five? Nine point foot five. Nine point five. It sounds like he's got a fucking like werewolf. fifteen foot dildo with a swastika at the end of it on him. No, it's I mean, a werewolf. It's not the lead singer of the Pink Floyd there. <laughs> um, well, she says. We're going to go to a big Hawaiian shirt and maybe some sunglasses fun. for the holidays. Um, however, a lot of people, city officials, um, they have no problem. Now, they have said that they are not going to remove it. No, because they are begrudging. Begrudgingly, because a lot of complaints have come anonymously. And so if you're an anonymous piece of shit that can't handle a, just a werewolf statue. Did you see Did you see any of the witness ter- testimony? I was watching some of the footage of the people complaining about the werewolf. And they had the, uh, they had, like, the nerve to be like, it's scary. Yep. I know it's it made- scary. And it's just being like, man, have you read the newspaper? Have you read it? And Mary- have you looked at the fucking 24 hour news cycle? And to be honest with you, Mary, Mary Simmons, she looks good next to it. Cause she's kind of, she's aware. She's kind of a wear lady. Yeah. She's fun. She's like, she's a little goth lady and she's got her fucking big werewolf. That's how it should be. I feel like everyone should have one. And I'm mad that I missed the 12 foot skeleton, like whole movement. 
I know. I you can barely get them anymore. No, now they're expensive. So, Mary Simmons, you're hero of the week. Stick to your guns. You stick to your guns. Keep that goddamn werewolf right where it is. I chain yourself to it. And you no. have, if they try to come and take it from you, we're going to come there I and we're going to do a live show in front of that werewolf. Great. Side that stories. That is literally we side stories live. We will do side stories live. If they dare try to take that fucking werewolf from you, I'm performing until I get arrested. Okay. Well, very Jane Fonda. Oh, they. you know Jane what? Jane Fonda. Also, my cup size. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Got her. There you go. She's a very sexy woman. She was, yeah. I mean, she's still, still good. She looks good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Once you get Who down cares there, what people look like physically. Well, sometimes also what I find with the very old is that if they used to be hot, if you take off all their clothes, you can kind of project on the inside what they used to look like on them. Yeah, you just get a couple of clothespins and do what Homer Simpson did in that one episode. <laughs> yes, but that's several listener emails. Now, um, first of all, I got an email. I got a message straight up from one of our good friends, Sonia. Oh, um, Sonia. That I, I will go into this more in the Manhattan Project thing. But do you know the dinosaurs were actually, they, there was not, they were not naturally uh, uh, destroyed during the giant extinction event. It was actually an alien nuclear bomb. Oh. Yeah, so that's, that's that'll get us labeled Did for misinformation. Did not know that. But just know that that's real. And that if you, uh, and, and that. if you just look at the data, you can see that that's real just because of the iridium. Well, they did say in the it stone happened, structures. They did say it happened very fast. It happened too fast, very to my liking. Fast. Suspiciously fast. All right. And so we think maybe you need to take these history books, these so called quote unquote history books that everybody has, and uh, maybe right on the side of it, uh, more like mystery. Yeah, exactly. But well, like not that... mystery, like it's like, but like miss, M I S S, mystery because it's like you missed yeah, well, the data. Sort of happening like that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right. And I think history's wrong. We're a lot changing. of times. A lot of times it is. This is actually very scary. Um, this is a, a tourist walking out here. This is something that's really scary. This is a recent story out of Anchorage. A tourist was walking out the mud flats that come out when the tide is low in Alaska. The tide is the second largest in the world, and in over mm. five hours, it goes from fields of mud to being covered in 30 feet of water. Be careful right. for those kids that like to play in those fields of mud. Oh, yes. And never mind the fucking two, the jars of clay you get from there. Man, that's not uh, even a joke. God, I hate that bad. Now, the tourists ended up getting stuck in this mud and waited as the tide slowly rolled back and drowning him not that far out from the shore. So they literally walked out got stuck in about four feet of mud and then couldn't get out of it and then had to wait for five hours until 30 feet of water covered them. And huh. they died. That's how they fucking died. All right. Is that fucking scary? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, man. I, I don't, don't like that at I wouldn't, all, dude. No, I... Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you scared of that? <laughs> yeah. I'd be scared. All right, I'll do a little bit of follow-up for you, Kissel. I have this because we we're gonna we gotta go, but I, I have this little bit of news because I knew that you've been you this you were so proud to bring this in last week. Yeah. I don't want to do follow-up for you. Uh-huh. No. I was determined to email in after listening to this week's side stories about Cambodian penises. I, oh yes. 33 white Anglo-Slavic female and my 36 Asian full Cambodian male husband met at 20 and 17 while working at a Walmart. 
We hit it off immediately. That's nice. Got engaged a year later and have been married almost 15 years with two kids. Congratulations. I'm close to five foot nine. Nice. For my height. And he's a staggering six foot one. Wow. And he wears a size six foot 15 wide shoe. Oh my God. He's got a wad. Now, I always told my family I had this attraction to Asians. And I'd finally met one way taller than myself. Oh. Now, his whole family is a few inches shorter than me. And they act like he's a sideshow attraction, getting pictures with him every time we visit. Now, I'm happy to report as we listened together last week, that I must email in stating his member is a handsome four and seven eighth inches. And that well, may be, said, may be small to some, as she says, or big in his case. But I think in this case, that even though he was a virgin when I met him, we have the most incredible sex a few times a week. Well, and now- I can actually enjoy giving blowjobs without choking Constantly. And I like to give a shout out. And that's what this is yeah, all about, man. that's what man. it's all about. That's what this is about, yeah. dude. Is that sometimes what's nice about having a normal ass penis is that you yeah. go, whip, whip, you don't even know what's in and out. Well, that's why it's always nice. It's kind of nice. You it's, don't like even when you know. go to, it's like when you go to the deli and say, can you cut the sandwich in half for me? No, because what's nice is then it's like you have sex more often. It's like having two sandwiches. Yeah. All right. Because then well, you there can we go. spread the sandwich, wink, wink, yes, around the day. Right. Why have all your dick at once? Absolutely. Have your dick in chapters. That's how I watch movies now. That's what that's what Eddie got me on. Yeah, it's a great way to spend to spend your time and go out there and imagine imagine what you could be doing with your life. I know it's not imagine what you're doing with your life. It's planning for the future with your fucking normal penis husband. And yeah, he's Cambodian, and now he has to know that he's less than the average. Well, and you did that. I didn't. The science did. The Germans did it. It was a German research group. I mean, I feel again. They they did. They they show me your Johnson. I believe that they looked at the data and they fluffed it. Show me your Johnson. Um, I want to do a little bit of a shout out to the tickets I need to sell, which is go July fifth. Yeah, come and see me, classy night out with Ed Larson. Amber Nelson's going to be there. Julie Johns, Brian Moses, Jackie Zabrowski, Holden McNeely. Comments at Classy Night Out at the Pack Theater in Los Angeles. And also check me out in Atlanta, Dad's Garage. I'm going to be doing some improv. I love this theater. I can't wait to fucking see you guys. It is July 7th and 8th. I'll be doing all of the shows throughout the entire theater. And I can't wait to see you there. Come and make me say something disgusting. Uh, We have also just made an announcement that our Australian tour has been postponed for another year. You guys are basically going to get a whole new tour, a whole new show. It'll be fun as hell. But we want to know that we are getting you guys a special gift for pushing it one more time. We're giving you a free show for our Australian listeners who bought tickets to this mm-hmm. show. We're going to send on a big email with details to follow, but that is coming very, very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, then- maybe just throw a rope our way. We'll grab it and we'll pull everyone closer. I and that'll make everything wish easier for the us. the world worked like a cartoon. Dude. I'm also, I'll be in San Diego on the 9th, 16th. I'm going to be in San Fran. You got to see this I'm show. I'm going to do this thing. I think I'm just going to do Las Vegas on the you, 23rd. You got to see this show. You're going to come out, see this Ontario guy. I was just 30th. in Vegas. Oh, I had a lovely chat with some people in Vegas, some listeners, and we were talking about the live theater scene in Vegas is supposed to be really fun. I believe it. They have a whole bunch of indie theater. Vegas is not just selling your family to a human traffic. No, I think they're about to get a basketball team, too. This shit's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. So make sure you live every day knowing that, yeah, you might be in Vegas right now, but someday you won't. You won't. All right, and guess what you won't be? Laughing about all the things that you just did. Because you forgot that eventually you have to leave this town where many things are allowed and many things are not frowned on. 
Uh, because uh, and, you know, also remember, because at that time, guess who's also not laughing? A lot of locals. Yeah, they're not also super jazzed all the time about how much we're laughing, loving, and learning, right, and living, and all that shit in yeah. Vegas. Because they're like, oh, it seems like you keep bleeding all over like my grandma's house. But it's also good money. Oh, it is. It's and they good are for the very, tourism. That's what uh, what I like about Vegas. It's a place where you could just be free. Yeah, be free to lose everything. That's fantastic. I saw family there even. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Yeah, hail Satan. Magoostalation. Send us more footage of aliens, please. Please. Honestly, it's the best part of my fucking job. Getting that type of stuff is my favorite. I love getting messages from... I, I get crazy weird messages from the NSA, the CIA. All just tell me what a great work I'm doing. And I just uh, want to say, we got him, CIA. Good work. Good work. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hail Satan. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.